Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation, and you take it from there. I just realized I should have started this off with that Monday Night Football theme song. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Good day, people. Uh, today we will be talking about the question, does God care who wins the Super Bowl? <laughs> um, and this kind of came about, this has been a topic that I have been um, not thinking about yet thinking about since my childhood, and I'll get into more about that later. But uh, the um, I don't even know where we're at now. Anyway, in early 2018, uh, the Eagles and Patriots played in the Super Bowl, some 50-ish number, and uh, the Eagles won. And the Eagles are a very, uh, mm, I don't want to say that, some of the players are believers. Um, and so Doug Peterson came out and many of the players and were very uh, verbal with their faith and uh, thanking God for the Super Bowl. And I have some quotes that I'm going to read and we're going to discuss about this. But the, to go back again, and I'm going to say this pretty often today, but does God really care who wins the Super Bowl? So Doug Peterson, the head coach, said in the, uh, I guess, Super Bowl interviews, whatever, after the game, that he, and, and I quote, I can only give the praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me this opportunity. So with the mindset of does God care who wins the Super Bowl, what, what, maybe I'm not leading this out, Laura, but what, what's, how does that hit you first? Um, Everett, what is that, what do you, when you hear that, um, that quote from Doug or, you know, oh, answering the overall question, does God care about the Super Bowl? Yeah. <clears throat> it's, um, you know, the, the, the whole idea of, um, you know, God has, has given me this opportunity, has placed me, um, in this moment. And, and whether that's sort of actively or by luck or whatever, um, I don't think Doug is um, saying that, you know, Jesus, you know, wanted me to play in this, in this Super Bowl, but that for whatever reason, um, he's been placed in, in, into this moment. And for that, he has to, to give thanks. And, and I, I don't have any, I don't have any problem with, with that statement. Yeah, um, I don't either. Uh, right, right. Okay. I, I, you know, um, I had a, I had a professor in, in seminary who, um, hated prayer petitions that had the word opportunity in it. Um, because really she, he doesn't yeah, like the word used for putting me into this or giving me or putting me in this opportunity or something like that. Really? Okay. She just said, I have theological um, qualms about the idea that God has placed one um, person with this opportunity and and has sort of left somebody else behind. So, Ooh, right. you know, was, you know and, and, and there's something to, to to think about there. Did did God actually do this, or was he just sort of blessed with being at the right time, the right moment, you know, the right skills? But regardless. You know, he, turning the praise and thanks to God is is the appropriate response. Okay, 
All right. Tom, thoughts? <laughs> well, a constant theme in our podcast is how do we look at Scripture or the Christian faith? How do we look at it separate from our culture? Okay. And we, we definitely live in a culture that's focused on winners and losers. Mm, yes. And I think that Jesus had a lot to say about winners and losers. He said, whoever would save his life would lose it. Whoever loses life for my sake will find it. Wait, he so, didn't say that he likes loot, that he likes winners? It, no, he didn't. He, he also didn't say second is the first loser. But. <laughs> so That's a good one, Tom. <laughs> I think that we have trouble separating Americana from this discussion, but I think God cares about, obviously, people as individuals, but, and God cares if we act with integrity in what we're doing, but I think that's what God cares about more than who wins or loses, who, you know, carries himself with virtue and honor. Okay. And I say that as someone who does not keep keep up with football very much. <laughs> oblong shaped uh, sport. Who's winning the match? <laughs> <laughs> that was From a great three-pointer. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> foul, foul. Um, okay, so the um, to go back to Peterson's phrase, um, quote, whatever, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> I am no newscaster. Um I can only give the praise to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me this opportunity. And so um, I like that your uh, seminary professor said something about opportunity. That's that's new to me, uh, someone pointing that out. But uh, Coloss- uh, Colossians? Colossians. Yeah. Which is it? Colossians. Colossians. Okay. 317 says, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So with that in mind, I can only give, he said, I can only give praise to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for giving me this opportunity. <laughs> I mean, he's following Colossians 3.17 right there, right? So um, that, that I, like Everett said, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I heard it differently when someone actually presented to me and, and kind of got this topic rolling here. Um, someone kind of presented what was said differently. Um, but I also worry about that platform and how that is perceived when small ears, if you will, children hear that and see that um, and what takes place there. I can remember um, as a child someone pointing to the sky after a touchdown. You remember people doing that, or they still do that, I guess, probably, right? Yeah. And so... Uh, and, and when that happened, I would have that feeling of, like, say, I don't know, Icky Woods is an old-time player. I'm sure Tom remembers him. <laughs> I'm just going to dig on Tom this time. I do not. You don't know Icky? You don't know the Icky Shuffle, man? No. Gosh, how can you grow up without you the Icky Shuffle? If you mention old golfers, I'll know who you're talking about. That's what I was – don't worry. I've got that buried in here somewhere. <laughs> okay. What would you say, Everett? Ichi Rodriguez. There you Gigi. go. <laughs> I, I don't know why. He was like my favorite golfer. Because he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, 
See, the my favorite was the guy, and I can't remember his name now. He's, he was in Happy Gilmore, and he always just shook his head. Lee Trevino. That was the one. Okay. All right. See, yeah. now we're just name dropping. Anyway, back to Icky. Icky. Um, so someone points at the sky, and I can remember as a child that making me feel feel good. It's like, oh, wow. You know, Icky um, assumed here that, Icky's a Christian because he pointed at the sky, <laughs> you know, and that would make me feel like, oh, that's cool. And uh, what, feel better about my faith or something like that? Um, just because some... You him doing that? Say again, Everett. You didn't feel icky about him pointing to the sky? I did not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that corniness. <laughs> that's awesome. So now... Yeah, folks. Go ahead. Oh. We're slapstick today. So now pointing a finger to the sky means nothing. Um, uh, but it, it, it's something that that sold me. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That, that came out wrong. Um, but it's something that sold me and made me feel better, whether it was whatever that meant. You know, is that him praising through pointing a finger or something like that? Is that what Colossians <laughs> 3.17 means for us now? Um, and to... To, so I, I'm interested to know, did you guys have that same kind of thing? When Chi-Chi sank a long putt and pointed at the sky, how did that make you feel, Tom? And what did you think about that back then? <laughs> well, there's two ways you can take something like that. There's God is on my side, kind of an argument that is pretty um, dangerous, I think. And then there's the trying to give credit to God. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess I understand, but it, it's pretty confusing. Um, I agree. I don't have, I don't have anything genius to say. I did notice that in, um, Christianity today, when we were getting ready for this, they did a poll and they concluded that 62% of evangelicals believe that God grants success it says to the Tim Tebow's of the world, really? or yeah, sixty-two percent. And wow. I, I just wonder how much of that is tied to the same kind of theology that's behind the uh, prosperity gospel. Right. If, right. That if you do good, good things will happen to you. Whereas, anyway, we've talked about that before. Jesus said, "If you do good, you probably will end up on a cross." Um. But anyway, back to your question. Goodness Sorry. gracious. No, let's keep going. Well, Go I, I think that if you if you want to look at this um, from a theological standpoint, if 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 we're giving if we give God the praise, thank you God for putting me in this giving me this opportunity. Then the the, the next question then is is what do you do with the opportunity that you have been afforded? And the answer should be, um, in my opinion, then to think about the larger issues of, you know, social, um, social justice, um, right? You know, virtue. I mean, our, you know, uh, feeding the coach, hungry, clothing the naked, you know, et cetera. Like, as a coach, are you pursuing in an effort to win to place yourself in this opportunity? Are you choosing to cheat in order to get there? Um, <laughs> do you do you abuse players in order? Uh, to, 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, so so the so the question isn't that well, you know, God has afforded me this opportunity. It's what do we do when we're placed in the the opportunity? And and we have to remember, I mean, I mean, the Egyptians. We just you know heard the story at the Easter vigil. Um, were one of the greatest powers that the world had ever known, and 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 and, and God humbles them. Um, so it's not it's not power and might that God desires, um, and so this idea that God's going to place you in this opportunity to win a Super Bowl is silly in my mind. But God may have placed you this in this opportunity to give to what life is supposed to look like. Nice. So um, I, you couldn't have segued this better. There was another quote um, from. Uh, well, I should write these guys' name. Oh, there it is. Tight end Zach Ertz. And he said, um, before the game, now I'm reading, before the game, Ertz told reporters that following Jesus Christ and witnessing to others of his love is what he lives for. And this is his quote. Our number one goal on this earth is to make disciples, in parentheses, of Christ. Football is just a platform that we have to draw people to Jesus. Shouza. <laughs> what do y'all think of that? <laughs> Using Say status. Okay. One, our number one goal on this earth is to make disciples of Christ. Football is just a platform that we have to draw people to Jesus. Hmm. So it is. There's there's a there's a sense of uh, uh, there's a sense of use use using this as what you do to okay. But then what's the next thing said? And I don't want to cheapen this. I don't want to cut these guys out because they're they're being bold and 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 you know just like doing what Colossians says. But so I don't want to cheapen what they're doing. But I want to know what the next thing is, and that's what we can't right. So we're going to sit around. And we're going to talk about this, and we don't know what's going to come of it. But we do what we do, right? So it's interesting to see that a platform like football is used to spread the gospel <clears throat> and done through you know praising Christ, um, or is this done through their daily life on the practice field and they're talking with people and they're helping people out? And 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 I'm sure if you start digging in, these guys have. Um, uh, what do you, uh, sorry, I lost the word, like broken air neighbors. What is that? <laughs> Things they do to help people, right? Foundations. That's the word I'm looking for. So, and, and, and I think, um, I think this is correct. I think that part of what they're required to do as part of their contracts is to, it is to do that. I mean, they're sort of mandated by, oh, really? to, to do it. I, I listened to, um, that podcast, you make it weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. He interviewed JJ Reddick, which was just a an absolutely fascinating um, interview. Really? Uh, okay. So many things there that I wish I could sort of remember that sort of apply to this. But one of the things that JJ Reddick talks about in there is is you know the you know player foundations are part you know are, are part of their their contract of giving back to the community. I did not know that. Wow. Okay, um, man, you're you're 
it's almost as if we planned to talk about these things today and actually got together to plan these things instead of doing them off the hip. But uh, the podcast he was talking about, You Made It Weird, um, by Pete Holmes. <laughs> so here's the funny thing. <laughs> Pete Holmes is a stand-up comedian and a Christian, um, a follower of Jesus. I don't know if he proclaims, proclaims himself as a Christian or not, but uh, he has this stand-up bit to where back to talking about pointing the finger. <laughs> he says... He says, uh, you know, I always watch those uh, uh, football players and they score a touchdown and they point to the sky. He goes, but isn't God all around us? Can't we just point anywhere? <laughs> and so he goes silent for a minute on stage and he just starts randomly pointing in different directions. <laughs> you can find that on YouTube, by the way. It's such a good bit. Um, okay, so back to, I feel like I've got off course here. So back to the platform of football. So... Um, I mean, are you okay with them using that platform as something that is that they use? Because now, he said, uh, this is the tight end guy, uh, Ertz, whatever his name is, um, our number one goal on this earth is to make disciples of Christ. True or false? <laughs> True. True, right? Okay. And so his platform is football and doing that is our platform not our daily lives for making disciples is that what we go around doing all the time is making disciples or is it helping those and others or is that all part of the gospel as we've talked about in other episodes well uh, you know going back a few years when tim tebow was playing college football you know he always put a, a scripture um under the, the black tape that goes underneath their eyes or black whatever oh yeah yeah wrote it on the eye whatever that stuff is and 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 that scripture would become one of the most googled you know items on that day (laughs) really you know what's 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 this this thing that's that's on his eyes um there was a great washington post story and it and it sort of compared and contrasted um, Tim Tebow, who, who represents um, in, an evangelical Christianity which focuses upon personal piety. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, he's someone who, is, who has said that he's, he's saving himself for, for marriage. Um, he, you know, goes on, you know, these, these mission trips um, around the world. Um, he's very upfront and outspoken about about his faith, and I don't have any reason to believe that that's not um, not sincere. But Legit. that's one yeah. Yeah. of sort of evangelical Christianity, and then it, it, it contrasts that with Colin Kaepernick, and and mm. Colin also um, is a is a man of faith. He he um, um, is a, a Lutheran, I believe. And Colin Kaepernick used that platform for another side of faith, um, which was to call into question how our society is just or unjust. And we could have a, a you know a, a you know a separate conversation as to whether is kneeling the the best way right. to do it or not, or is it you know, but. But the point is, is, is that he used the platform also to share his faith, and people didn't like the way that he did it. But lar- by and large, people really respected Tim Tebow's use of of uh, of the platform. 
when you say that, um, I keep thinking about, as you said, that uh, Tim Tebow, which which I, I've got nothing against Tim Tebow, um, <laughs> you know, and so... Um, you in the 2008 National Championship. <laughs> poor Sooners. Poor Sooners. Um, that'll be the most Googled thing for the next 30 seconds. Uh, anyway, um, but 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 there, what I've gathered as you're speaking about this, what came to my mind was that Tebow is a representation of personal piety, I think you said, yeah. um, where Kaepernick is doing something more uh, communal for individuals, for others, for other people. Um, not that Tebow's example isn't a bad thing. I mean, that's, that's okay. Uh, that's nothing wrong with that. But it's something that Kaepernick wasn't necessarily, hmm, I don't know. I just think it was doing for, for the community, for others, uh, more so than himself. Uh, but that may be cheapening what Tebow did, too. So, And, and I don't mean to do that. Um, interesting. Thoughts there. The author, the author comes around and he, he basically says is that we need both. Right. Yes. We need yes. both the personal, the personal piety and we also need the connection to um, transforming um, unjust systems in, in our society. Amen. Um, Amen. And how we <laughs> gravitate to one or the other. And so some of us will sit there and go, I can't believe Kaepernick is – you know, is doing this, it's just a game, why is he, you know, and, and others are sitting there kind of thinking, well, you know, Tebow can't be that perfect, like, like, right, uh, right. there was somebody who was offering a million dollars to any woman who could come forward and prove, you know, that she had had sex with Tim Tebow. Oh, Lord have uh, mercy. Because they wanted to, uh, you know, to undermine right. this, you know, outward, like, he can't be that, be that perfect. Here's the thing, though. Um, as someone standing outside. Yep. Thank you, Tom. Not being the football, the football fan. Huge yep. football fan. Occasional football fan. So this, the problem is the association with a game that, you know, it's just a for-profit thing, at least on the national level. It apparently takes advantage of players you know there's all these studies about the brain damage and when you're standing outside and looking into that you just see it feels like christians selling themselves out for for money or for hmm. you know to support this you're making millions of dollars you're supporting this big heartless corporation kind of a thing and so it that's the disturbing part of, of a lot of when you do all the pointing at the sky when you're playing in the game, it just sends the impression that God cares about all this stuff. And as Everett said, there's all this other stuff going on in the world that it seems like we should be focused on instead of um, football. You know, yeah. if we said if we said tomorrow in Oklahoma, right now we have a teacher strike going on. If we said we're going to cut all of the funding for sports to make up the teachers, you know, salaries, <laughs> the money would be there tomorrow for <laughs> like the bill would pass. It would take 10 seconds. So I. Well, and, and, and some, you know, and, and, you know, David Boren has 
been um, very vocal about his desire for greater greater education funding, and and someone wrote an, an an article saying, well, you know, as a as a sign of protest, why don't you cancel OU participating in athletics until this becomes a a reality? Oh, someone asked him that. Okay, uh, no, no, someone asked in the course of it of an article like. Oh, okay, you know, got you, got you. Are we really willing to go to support <clears throat> teachers and, and, and right, students? Right, right, right. And and for most, you know, sort of like the idea of canceling a sport or canceling a game is a is a non a non starter. Which, which I mean, sports are not canceled right now during the teacher strike, and I'm talking about high school sports, yeah, right. right? We have a teacher wanna... in our parish and. She's going to, to, to tennis tournaments, you know, even though mm. they're not in school classrooms, the, right. the tournaments and, and such continue. Right. What were you going to say, Tom? Make it a, I didn't want to make it about that. I just... No, that's a great point. It, it's the association that bothers people. When we... It feels like we're... Um, it's like when we wrap the cross in the American flag mm, or yeah. we wrap the cross in the logo of the NFL. That's part of the issue. I mean... The big question is providence. Is God involved in our lives, and how does that work? But, but then, you know, we can't answer. But then you got to deal with all these other associations too. Well, and and I, and I think that the question um, I, I, I've had, and and I've talked on my Facebook page um, with Nick <laughs> results about the, the the moral concerns I have about about football. Um, because we take largely um, poor African Americans um, out of out of cities, for whom this is their only way out, because we don't have a society in which there's other options for them. And so, going into the arena of football, in which we place their bodies and their brains in danger, in order for me to sit there and you know, be be proud that you know OU you know made it to the you know playoffs. I mean, right. I love love watching football, but I have some moral qualms as to whether that's really you know. And then we can just kind of get you know how much money um, is is involved in this. I mean, the average person can't go to an NFL game or even many college football games. They can't go to. <laughs> Sometimes movies these days, yeah. <laughs> um, which goes back to teachers, right? I mean, there's that that same kind of thing where we have teachers working multiple jobs and things like that. I mean, so, if you want to go to the Dallas Cowboys Stadium, you have to pay a hundred dollars just to park. What? Yeah. So this is before you've got a ticket. This is before you know you've 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 bought your your beer, or your Pepsi, or your hot dog, or whatever. You have to pay a hundred dollars to park hmm. at Cal Stadium. Wow, Jerry Jones World, Jerry's World. <laughs> um, man, there's so many places to go with this. Um, there's just so much to it. Um, I don't think we can wrap this up right now. <laughs> we cannot do a two-parter on football, Justin. Oh, it's not about football, Tom. <laughs> okay, part two will be called golf. There we go. <laughs> Okay. 
Is that okay? I, I can get behind that. Okay. I, what I, does I, God I, care? Uh, does God really care about who wins the Masters? <laughs> the Masters is the greatest sporting event. Discuss. Oh, here we go. Are you serious? Absolutely. Oh my gosh! In the clubhouse, who who's allowed in the clubhouse? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm not. Talk that. Let's start that talk, buddy. No, no, I don't want to talk about it. I, I oh, why not, Tom? Because it's your sport. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I think it's. I think those are valid points. So. Uh, oh, oh, uh, this is just. We just gonna rattle everybody today. <laughs> who haven't? Who haven't we pissed off today? That's right. Uh, I, exactly. I know. Uh, I haven't even came out and said anything about being a Patriots fan, and, and that the Eagles yeah, beat me yet. You like cheaters. Oh, I did. I did hear you slip cheaters in earlier. <laughs> it's a veiled reference to the Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Here, seriously, though, we are going to do a part two, and here's why: because I want to go back and pull some things out of here. Because one thing Tom said is on my side that's dangerous. I forgot what you said that about, but you said something's dangerous and didn't expand on it. We can't not let that go. Um, and then I actually had lunch with someone yesterday from Austin, and. Um, he mentioned how to go back to what Tom was saying about if you said, you know, no more sports, then the, say, the teachers thing would be funded immediately. Um, in Austin, apparently, is what he was saying is that they have gone the opposite way and they spend all this money on arts and they don't spend money on sports because of, well, just like where we're the exact opposite and everything gets spent on sports, they went the other way. And now they, the, the questions being asked is like, why can't we? Um, why can't our football teams win? Well, <laughs> you're not, you know, you're not spending money on it. So, and, and not to point and argue that out, but it's a very uh, reactionary thing. It's like when you say, okay, this is wrong, let's fix it, and everyone dumps everything on the other side, and and um, it's it's react being reactionary to things. Um, I hope that's the right word. So, um, all right. Let's regroup, kind of tease this out a little bit, and um, come back with, uh, does God really care who wins the Masters? And the episode has to be whispered like the (laughs) golf announcers do. (laughs) Oh, I know. Everyone's just ready to go. All right. We'll pause here, and then we'll pick back up on another episode. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at at FunDrainPod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.